Welcome to Wisdom 828, where we're dedicated to stamping out spiritual malnutrition one episode at a time. Hi, I'm Bob Buchanan. Now, you're probably more familiar with the term born again than the term regeneration. Although they point to the same reality, regeneration is an important doctrine in Scripture with rich meaning that assures believers that they are indeed born again. So what is meant by this term, regeneration? Well, it's a simple definition that says regeneration is the secret work of God in which He imparts new spiritual life to the believer. Now, this act of God's gracious love was forecast by the Old Testament prophet Ezekiel, who said, in speaking for God, I will give you a new heart and I will put a new spirit in you. I will take out your stony, stubborn heart and give you a tender, responsive heart. And I will put my spirit in you so that you will follow my decrees and be careful to obey my regulations. Regeneration creates a new disposition in us as believers that didn't exist before God intervened by His mighty power to set us free from our love for sin. And that tells us why we need this gift of regeneration. Paul, writing to Titus, said, We ourselves were once foolish, disobedient, and wrong. We were slaves to passions and pleasures of all kinds. We spent our days in malice and envy. Others hated us and we hated them. So to make the matter really clear, just so that we don't miss the point, he also wrote to the Ephesians that once you were dead because of your disobedience and your many sins. You used to live in sin, just like all the rest of the world, obeying the devil, the commander of the powers of the unseen world. He is the spirit at work in the hearts of those who refuse to obey God. All of us used to live that way following the passionate desires and inclinations of our sinful nature. By our very nature, we were subject to God's anger, just like everyone else. Now, the human situation is so dire that no person has the moral capacity to walk free of the chains of our slavery to sin. Not only don't we have the power, we don't even want to have the power. Uh, the only power in the universe available to us to unchain our sinful human heart from the power of sin is the power of God. Regeneration is God's gracious act to set sinners free from their slavery to sins and to trust in Christ for salvation. It's, it's nothing like a renovation, but a whole new thing that never existed before. The nature of regeneration is fascinating. And the first thing the Bible teaches us is that regeneration is a mysterious work. It's, it's a mystery to us how God makes the spiritually dead person become spiritually alive. Given what we know of ourselves, especially from the Ephesians passage, we can see why. Jesus said the spirit blows wherever he wishes, just like the wind. We can hear the sound, but we don't know where it's coming from. We don't know where it's going. And Jesus said people born of the spirit, they're like that. So we have this picture of uh, this in the Gospels, for example, when, when Jesus raised uh, Lazarus to life from the, from the dead. Lazarus in his, uh, pre, is the preeminent example. Jesus spoke three words, Lazarus, come forth, and Lazarus walked out of the grave. It's been said that if Jesus said only come out, everyone that was buried in that place would have walked out of their tombs. 
Three little words spoken by the Prince of Life was all that it was necessary for the power of God to give new life to Lazarus. Well, regeneration is a work like that. It's a work of the Trinity, uh, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Jesus said that no one comes to the Father unless he or she is drawn by him and granted the power to come to him. The Holy Spirit then unites the dead sinner to the resurrected Christ, giving him or her a share of that life in Christ. Regeneration is instantaneous. Regeneration happens in a moment that is absolutely unseen. Uh, we don't always know the moment that it happens. Uh, we could liken it to the natural conception of a human being. A mother knows when a baby is growing in her womb, but she's not always aware of the moment of conception. Regeneration is like that. It is a gracious gift of God and it changes everything. Now very often regeneration and conversion happen simultaneously. A person hears the gospel and responds in faith. And since we don't see what goes on behind the scenes, Luke gave us a glimpse into how this mysterious and amazing event takes place. In Acts 16, Luke tells the story of Paul meeting some God-fearing women near a river in Philippi. And one of the women who heard Paul teaching uh, and, and uh, preaching the gospel was named Lydia. As Lydia listened to Paul, it says, the Lord opened her heart to respond to what was said by Paul. Secretly, out of the sight of everyone there, the Lord quietly awakened her understanding. She caught a glimpse of Christ as the person she needed for salvation. Her chains of slavery fell off and she was granted the faith necessary to trust Christ for her salvation. When hearing and responding uh, like this come together, most of the time people will say, you know, it's the first time I ever really heard the gospel. Well, that's probably not really the case. How many times did you hear the gospel that Jesus died for your sins before you believed? But the words, they never moved you. But then one day, it's just like your ears were opened up and the full impact of what that statement meant, meant drew you to Christ. Well, that's how it was for me. One day, I didn't give much thought to God, but then quite literally, the very next day, I couldn't keep him out of my mind. I kept wondering if he was right and I was wrong. And the spirit was at work in me. The rumblings of this new life were bubbling up in my heart. Regeneration affects us holistically. That is to say, regeneration changes the whole person. When the Bible says that we're dead in our trespasses and sins, it means dead, like, you know, dead people, spiritually dead people, that they're dead to anything about God or about Christ, spiritually unresponsive, unaware that God is there. That's the kind of dead they are. But once regenerated and they are made alive to God, everything changes. We look at this, we, we look the same on the outside, but the internal aspects of our lives are set on a radical new trajectory we start to see things differently. And this is where we see the outward evidence of regeneration, like seeing the birth of a baby. We didn't see the conception, but we see the newborn. So how do we know? How do you know if the power of regeneration has taken hold of your life or anybody's life? Well, regeneration brings about a lasting break with our past lives. 
Once we were foolish, disobedient to God, happy to be led into false and, and very convenient ideas about the God of our liking. We were passionate about serving our own pleasures to, of sin. That's a, uh, Paul said we, we were filled with malice, envy, jealousy, hated and hating others. Now that's not a pretty picture, but we are leaving that past behind when we've been regenerated. And in the place of all that nasty past, now we trust Christ for salvation with an intentional belief in his promises. We treasure Christ over sin. We rejoice in forgiveness and mercy. We actually like reading the Bible, even though there's plenty of it that we don't yet fully understand. We enjoy prayer alone and with others. And church, well, it's no longer a weekly occasional ordeal like nails on a chalkboard, but a happy anticipation of the start of a new week. We obey God's word, and when we fail, we go to him for forgiveness, for cleansing, and for more grace to help. We can't wait to tell family and friends of this newfound love of Christ. And that's how we know that we have received the gift of regeneration. Now, if that doesn't describe you, but you want it to, it may well be that God is working on you right now. So stop. Ask him to save you by giving you the faith to believe in Jesus Christ as Savior and Lord. This regeneration isn't something you can earn. It's a gift, and gifts are for receiving with grateful hearts. Well, that's all the time that we have for today. Thanks for joining Steve Dyan and me as we continue our efforts to stamp out spiritual malnutrition one episode at a time on Wisdom 828. You be of good cheer. <laughs>